Welcome back to the Everyday Pastors Podcast. I'm Buck Webb, your host. And today we're actually, this is a little bit of a shorter, briefer bonus episode. Uh, Josh Reich and I continue our conversations as we talked about transitions. One of the things that we talked about was this idea of grief and grieving, uh, helping others grieve um, during that transition period uh, of the things that you maybe are losing in that, um, as well as helping other people transition the loss uh, as you kind of leave uh, their lives or leave at least their area of ministry. Um, and so have a great conversation with him. Hope you enjoy that. Uh, also, the, later on this week, we're going to be uh, hearing from Brian Gorman. Excited about that conversation. Uh, really excited as we as some of the guests I have, um, that uh, the conversations that I have coming up uh, as well. And, and just get to hear from them. Um, just hope you're enjoying this. I'd love to hear back from feedback from you. Um, anything that you see that, that we can do better on the podcast. Also, anything that you'd say... Hey, here's a question I have that I'd love to hear from pastors about how they're dealing with this. Uh, you can get that get that feedback to us um, on any of our social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Also, you can email me, buck at everydaypastors.com. Um, and so here's my conversation with Josh Reich. So Josh, we didn't get a chance to talk about it in the interview, but wanted to take just a few minutes to talk about um, grieving um, yeah. and that process, particularly as, you, you know, as, as we transition off. Uh, of one place to another, um, as you go there, there is that, that sense of loss. Tell us more about like what that's looked like for you guys and, and how you processed that, or that's been helpful for you even. Yeah. Well, I think one grief and loss is just a part of life and it is, it's not something we're very good at. We are often, we try to avoid it because of the discomfort. Uh, if you're a pastor, you have experienced grief and loss because people have left you. Um, and so you, and I think that's something for pastors, especially in transitions to think about is they can understand where the other person is because they have been there. They have watched people leave their church for good reasons and unhealthy reasons. Um, and so I think you just need to be aware of it. I think you need to, you need to know how other people are responding to you and their grief and loss. The people are going to be responding to you when you share, Hey, you know, we're moving to this place. Um, they're not going to necessarily necessarily respond to you in a healthy way. Um, they're going to respond to you in probably a hurt way um, because they're attached to you and they love you and they want you to stay and they um, and and your transition means a transition for them. Um, and, and that's hard because I know for us we were excited about the future and it was hard for us to know how to talk about that excitement with people who who were sad. Right. Um, yeah. Because they were like, well, we're excited for you, but we're just, we're just mad that you're leaving. <laughs> and so there was, so there was also this sense of people where you are, um, aren't necessarily excited that you're leaving. <laughs> and so right. then there's this sense of like, well, why can't you be excited for me? And so like, you, there's so many different emotions that you have to navigate them on top of all the stresses of moving and get, you know, and all the details and finding a house and selling your house and, um, and so, you know, so we, we tried to, um, we tried to make a big deal about last, like, this is the last time we're going to see this person. This is the last time we're going mm -hmm. to this place. This is the last time we're going to do this. And, um, and, and to, and to just sit in that emotion, like the last time that Katie and I went to our gym in Tucson, we had been part of it for five years. It was a huge circle of community for us. Mm. Um, and to be like, this is the last time. This is the last time tomorrow I'm getting on a plane and flying to Massachusetts. This is the last time I'm coming here. 
and to, and to verbalize that and to say that and to, and to just sit there and whatever emotions come up, you know, to, to even say thank you to God for the different gifts that had been there. Um, and so, you know, when people, you know, when people are sad or mad to just go, okay, like that's their grief coming out. That's them. That's them telling me how much I meant to them. Um, and and so I think, and then to help your kids navigate that. When when you would, when you would verbalize those lasts, um, was that with the people? Like, so when you went to the gym and you said, Hey, this is our last time, you know, was that for like, obviously there's a, there's a, like for you, that's that trigger and that help not trigger. That's the wrong word, but there's a, there's a, a marker, if you will, mm-hmm. for yeah. you that helps you kind of grieve that and, and process that. Yeah. Well, it's was funny. So, so I worked too, out with or? the, yeah. So I worked out with the same three or four people every, every four days a week. And the one guy I kept saying, Hey man, like, yeah, it's my last week. And he's like, are you for real? Like it's you already like, and so like, cause he kept kind of putting it out of his mind. Like he wasn't even like, mm he didn't even want to think about it Um, because him and I had known each other for six years. You know, we worked Mm. out together four days a week for six years like that. That's life. I mean, that's relationships, that's depth, you know? Um, And, you know, when you're there for celebrations, you know, I was there when his mother-in-law passed away. Like, so, Mm. you know, so on that last day, it was like, Hey, so this is, this is the last day. Like, is there a way to mark this? Like, so like we, you know, we marked it by trying to do like a, a big benchmax, you know, it was just a way mm-hmm. to mark, like, this is the last day. Um, this is our last meal together. You know, this is, you know, so get a good bottle of wine. You know, mm-hmm. this is our, whatever, or whatever it is, you know, like this is our last time. So do something special with it. Um, you know, this is the, this is the last time we're going to go here and help your kids to mark that. Um, you know, so you know, as you're grieving that, um, choose a few different friends that you maybe want to spend a little bit more time with, you know, and we had to help our kids, um, verbalize, you know, what they were feeling. Like it's okay to feel sad. It's okay to cry right now. It's okay to be upset that you're not going to see this person. Uh, for me personally, that is not a natural thing. And, and so, you know, maybe, some people it is, I, I'm not a natural crier. I, I'm not, an, <laughs> that's just not right. my natural yep. thing. And so I've had, I had to sit there and say, it's okay to be sad right now. Here's what sadness tells us. Sadness tells us that somebody really matters. Mm. Sadness tells us that somebody that we really care about them, that they're really important to us. And, and, and that's an amazing thing. And that's a huge gift from God. Not everybody has that. Not yeah. everybody has people that they're, that they're upset about leaving. And so it wasn't, it wasn't to move it away from the pain and be like, oh, let's just think about the good positive things. But it was to try to help our kids and to help us understand what an amazing gift. Like we have best friends that we lived four doors down from. Not everybody gets that. Yeah. Like what a gift that God gave us, you know? And, and so to sit there and to celebrate and to say, you know, two years ago, Todd and Karen moved to Tucson from Buffalo and they showed up at our church and God knew I was going to need Todd to hike with every week to get me through this season. And so he sent Todd to our church at just the right time. What an amazing, like what a gift, you know, God knew that. I didn't know that, you know, and, and, and they loved our kids. And so, you know, like we, we baptized two of our kids in their, in their backyard pool, you know, right before we moved, 
You know, it, hmm. they were they were the the first party in COVID that they threw. You know, was <laughs> was our kids' baptism party for our hmm. kids' small groups. And so, you know, at that day when we baptized our kids, I just looked at Ava and, and uh, Ashton who got baptized, and I just said, "Hey, what a gift! All these people were here. Like, you know, mm. we had we had forty people show up for your baptism. Like that that was a gift that God gave us. Like that we got to be with. You know, these people are here. Todd and Karen opened up their house for us. I mean, what an amazing thing! You know that they they would let twenty plus teenagers come into their house." you know, and, and use their pool. Um, and, and so it's not to, it's not to move it away from the pain, but I do think in grief, there is, there are things to say, what a gift we had in this season. What a gift we had with these people, mm. you know, that we had people and we had people come up to us and say, you know, our marriage will never be the same, like what you did, how you impacted us. And, and I would encourage um, people, if you're not a pastor or even people who are pastors, Tell people before they're leaving, before they tell you they're leaving, tell them at a random time how much they mean to you. Mm. Like the thing yeah. that I learned in this season was, man, we should we need to do a better job of celebrating people and telling people on a Tuesday afternoon how much they mean to us. Um, you know, but we had people who came to us and say, you know, man, my, my life is different because you were my pastor. Mm. And that, I mean, those words were, they they were so deep for us. They were so beautiful for us. Um, and, you know, and, and so we had people who gave us just small things to remember them. You know, those were great gifts, you know, yeah. but I just think, um, you know, as you're walking through them as, and grief is different, you know, when you lose a, when you lose a loved one versus a transition in a job, sure. right. um, you know, but as you're grieving in this, to sit in it, to be sad, and to say, we're going to be sad. We're going to listen to some sad music right now. <laughs> and we're just, we're just going to be sad and we're going to cry. And it's going to be, and we're going to be sad because we're sad and we're leaving people we love. And, but then to also see in that, what is the gift that God gave you in that? Like, what is the gift that he gave to you in that relationship? Um, that you can just say, thank you, God, for that good gift. Right. Uh, and just a, almost a recognizing this is why I'm sad. Yeah. I'm sad because I'm losing this great yeah. thing I had or this, yeah. this thing that was valuable to me or yeah. this is why. Yeah, no, that's yeah. good. Cool. Was there any, um, was there anything that you found as you were talking to people that were, you know, at, again, as you talked about being excited about the transition um, and then you ran into people that were grieving, mm. what, was there a words of comfort or a phrase or something that you found yourself using a lot that was helpful or that was like, Oh, this, this seems, you know, cause it, it's always those things where you're like, Hey, I'm excited. I know you're grieving. You know, I know yeah. it's sad for you, but it's awesome for us. We're, you know, yeah. like what, what does that look like? Or yeah, is, I, you is know, I think, comes to mind? I, you know, we would often say to people, I know, mm. you know, like, like people would say, you know, I'm just, I'm just so mad that you're leaving. And we would just say, I know. You know, we're sad too, because we were sad. You know, right. we still, there are pieces of us that are still sad. Um, so yeah, like there, there's all this excitement about the new thing and the new season, but then there's also sadness because you're like, here's one of the senses that I had as well. I feel like we left Tucson and we did everything that God called us to. We didn't do everything that I thought we would do. And so I had to grieve through 
things that didn't happen that I thought would have happened. Mm. I had to grieve through things I thought my church would become that it didn't become. And so, so even though I was excited and hopeful about the new thing, I was also grieving about different things. So I, so there was a, a level of relatability that I had with them mm. um, to be able to say, I know, I know. Mm. Um, and I think, I think people just want us to say, it's really hard. Mm. And I know you're sad and I'm sorry. It's like when you sit with somebody who's just lost a loved one, you don't sit there and like expound a sermon. You just, <laughs> you, you hold them, you rub their back and you just say, I know, mm. I know this sucks. This is really hard. Yeah. And, and that's just what you say. You don't need to explain it away to them. You don't need to say like, Oh, well, God's calling me and this, this is amazing. You know, we've got to listen to the voice of God. You don't need to spiritualize it. Just say, I know it's really hard. I know you're sad. It's okay. Like I know. And, and I think people just appreciate that because it's, it's a human response that we don't give to people, you know? Mm. And as, yeah. as we were grieving the losses, as we were even grieving rejections, I would call friends, you know, I would call Jim, I'd call Todd and I'd say, Hey, this didn't happen. And they would just say, man, I know, I know you're excited about that. I know you're excited about that opportunity. I'm really sorry. Yeah. And they didn't need to say anything else. You know, I didn't need them. I didn't need them to pump me up and say, "Oh, you know, those people are stupid." Like you have, you have so many more gifts. So, you know, I just needed right. them to affirm and acknowledge my hurt, my grief. Mm. And so, when people are mad, when people are hurt, when people are upset, they just need to say, "I know." They just need you to affirm it. They need you to say, "Hey, I see it. I, I know it's real." Um, and, and I think that's that's a way that you can help people to move through it. Um, and. You know, and, and to just sit there and to let people say, I'm just really mad that you're leaving. We have people sit in our living room and just say, I'm really mad that there's just moving boxes here right now. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, yeah. I know. I know. And because we thought we would be in Tucson forever. Right. Yeah. No, that's good. Great. Cool. Josh, thanks again. Thanks so you're much. Welcome, man. Um, and uh, yeah. Excited to to see what God does um, uh, in Massachusetts, and excited to to watch you from afar. And uh, thanks for all uh, the, the wisdom and insight you have on your blog. Um, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks, Buck. All right, thanks, man.